This is Philip Lolly, former Auburn Tigers football assistant coach for the 2010 National Championship team, and you are listening to Sports Call. Moving forward here on a Thursday edition of Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. J.J. Jackson here inside the studio with Brooks Childress, Ryan LaVoy, and Brant Daughtry. It's a great day. It's the final show here in the year 2022. And once again, the final show uh, that I will be in this host chair. Uh, Getting surreal, folks, as uh, we're winding down here my time with Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. But uh, we're going to keep the fun times moving along. Story time, we've got that coming up a little bit later. I think these guys have some stories that they want to remind me of a little bit later in the program, which is going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. I'm hoping for a lot of laughs over the next little while. And so uh, I've got to bring on one of my best friends in the world, a dear friend of this very program, a voice that you're very familiar with in the life of Auburn Athletics and that's none other than the voice of Auburn women's basketball at Auburn softball. Britt Bowen, kind enough to join us live from Oxford, Mississippi. Britt, appreciate the time, man. How are you? JJ, doing well, man. War Eagle. And, hey, I just want to say I've got plenty of stories to share about <laughs> you and, and, and sports call. And I'm a little sad that I won't be able to partake in that segment. But, hey, I'll take what I can get. There you go, man. We got uh, a fun Auburn women's basketball game coming up a little bit later tonight. Uh, and I'm happy to uh, be teaming up with you on the broadcast there with some studio updates a little bit later in the evening. Uh, g- give me one thing, though, from all our visits over the years, what's kind of stood out to you uh, from our, our time together on this program, Britt? Yeah, man. Honestly, JJ, it's just one, just how natural you are in connecting with all your listeners on the show. Um, you make everyone feel, I think, heard when in, when, when your callers call in. Um, I, I think you do a good job of of kind of bringing everybody together, and that's that's honestly, man, that's a unique skill set that not not many people have, and um, that's something, man. You, you've always been prepared. Some some days um, a little less than others, but hey, that's why that's why you have the other guys sitting that's around, right? right? But um, but yeah, that's the number one thing that sticks out to me is your ability to bring people together and. Um, holy cow, man! I can't believe it's been five years too. That like when, when I saw your Twitter post about it being what five, six years. Right. Like, time flies, man. It really does, and um, you've done a heck of a job with that show. Thank you, man. That means a lot. As uh, it, it's fun to sit and reflect over all the conversations that we've had, and uh, being able to talk about everything going on in the life of sports. Having you in studio so often, Britt, when you would come on by. Uh, and then these phone calls like we would have as we talk about uh, what's going on with Auburn women's basketball, softball, hearing your opinions on the football program, uh, this, that, and the third. So let's get set for an Auburn women's game a little bit later this evening. Auburn first SEC game of the year. Tell me a little bit about the matchup tonight, Britt. Yeah, man, this one's huge. Um, the, I think the big thing for Auburn is going to be who's healthy because that's been, kind of been the story for Auburn in the last month. I mean, Aisha Koulibaly has missed the last three games. So with that eight-day break from Christmas, I'm interested to see if she's back in the starting lineup, how healthy she is. And and also that goes for everybody else in the lineup. Can Auburn keep that momentum going? Um, Because, I mean, they have a huge win streak coming into this series. I think seven in a row coming in. So um, I want to see if if they can keep that chemistry going. And another thing for Auburn, too, tonight is 
I want to know how they handle being on the road for the first time. This is their first true road game of the year. I mean, we're 12 games into the season. Ten of those games have been in, in Neville Arena back on the plane. So I'm interested in that. But the, the big thing for Auburn tonight is that just getting into the X's and O's is going to be how Auburn can withstand this Ole Miss defensive pressure. They love to pressure the basketball. They, they honestly throw a little bit of everything at you with the man. They'll, they'll throw some zone at you. They love the trap. that They want to turn you over. And uh, for, for Ole Miss this year, um, I mean, their defense is, is one of the best in the country at what they do. I think they rank like 12th in the nation in scoring defense, and they're 11-0 and when holding opponents to 60 points or less. I mean, that's impressive. So for Auburn, you know, you got to get your scores going early, but at the, at the same time, you got to take care of the basketball and, Having been there in practice today, that was a, that was a big emphasis with the scout team and, and, and going up against the starters and the second team today. So I'm interested to see how how, how the game plan goes into effect early in this ball game. Brent, when you look at this women's basketball team, over you know it's been two months in the season now as we enter SEC play. What is the biggest thing that you've seen them improve on for, throughout non-conference play and going into this uh, SEC play? For me, it's playing complete basketball and not playing down to opponents. I think when you saw last year, you know, that they had a lot of ups and downs last year. They had some really good moments last year, but they had some really bad moments against teams that, honestly, they should have beaten. And, and I think what we've seen, especially over the last month, I think this team grew up a, a lot in Las Vegas, despite losing to a very good Indiana team and, and beating a good Colorado State team. Auburn's grown up a lot. and. I think the one thing they've still got to improve on, again, that's going to be key tonight, is, is taking care of the ball. But if you look through, look over the course of games, like Auburn's got more depth. And when they don't get themselves into foul trouble, Auburn, they just keep throwing players at you one after another off the bench. And, and I think that's Auburn's biggest strength right now is their ability to play together. Um, and, I mean, you have kids like Saniah Wells who's coming off the bench that's, that's adding so much depth. And then you look in the likes of Caitlin Duhon who's been coming off the bench as well. I mean, we can go up and down this lineup right now. Uh, but the big thing for Auburn, again, is, is playing a complete four quarters. I mean, really, if you take away that first quarter against Georgia Tech, um, Auburn could be a one-loss team right now. I mean, um, that, that's the worst worst half of, or worst quarter of basketball they played this season. So, and they and they and, and truth be told, they they haven't emulated that since. So, um, this is this is still a young team. They they they've still got to find a way to to overcome being on the road early, and um, that's going to be a big key tonight. Because if they can if they can do that, um, they're going to have a good chance tonight. I think, and uh, I think a big part of that is is going to be some of their freshmen and, and, and younger classmen stepping up. I think the number one player I'm looking at is the SEC freshman of the week, Sidney Shaw. Um, because when, when Sidney Shaw is playing well at the point guard position, more, more times than not, everybody else is playing well around her. If she has a good night tonight, I think Auburn has a good night overall. And then, Britt, you talk about this young roster, but what also strikes me is that of the returning players, they are usually – uh, the primary scores when you look at what Honesty Scott Grayson yeah. has done this year. She's been on fire as of late. Aisha Koulibaly, obviously, everyone knows about. And then even Romy Levy finally being healthy yeah. again. How key is it that even though there are a lot of young players on this team fighting for minutes and, and getting better as we go through the season, that the veterans are the ones that carry the scoring load more times than not? Sorry, Ryan, can you, can you repeat that? Sorry, it cut out on me there at the last second. All good. Yeah, how important is it that even though there are a lot of young players and that they are yeah. vying for new playing time, that it is the veterans that are usually well, counted on for the scoring load? 
Yeah, well, it's huge because, I mean, the the, the younger classmen, I mean, Auburn's not as good this year without without this freshman class. I mean, look at the minutes that they're getting. And, and look, like, yes, Auburn Auburn's upperclassmen, AC and honesty, yeah, they're doing the bulk of the scoring right now. Sonia Wells, even Romy, they're huge. But also, you got to factor in what Sydney Shaw is doing right now. I mean, the, the kid's averaging nine points a game. Um, she leads all SEC freshmen in assists right now, which is huge. And then, and then look, look at the minutes right now that Maya Pratchard's had to get. I mean, the the kids missed all but one game, or excuse me, she's only missed one game this season. Played in every game off the bench has been huge. And Caitlin Duhon's been good. And I kind, in a lot of ways, I kind of consider Jaquela Johnson a freshman just because it's her first year in, in in Coach Harrison's system. Even though she's a junior, I mean, all of those kids are big. Think about Marshawn Bostic too. What just their defensive presence coming in. Because, again, we, we go back to that depth. And, again, everybody loves to talk about the scoring. And Auburn's scoring a lot right now. But Auburn's defense is what drives it. And every kid that I just mentioned, it has something to do with those that, with that defense. Because you got to factor in that what Auburn is doing inside the post right now and blocking shots. Maya Pratcher's been a factor. Um, all of these kids have been a factor. I mean, Caitlin Duhon has been really good on the defensive end. So, um, yeah, the, the, those freshmen right now, they're, they're one of the many reasons right now Auburn is, Auburn is 10 and 2. But, Ryan, you know, you, you mentioned the upper class with AC and, and Honesty and Romy. Look, those three, look, for, for Auburn to take the next step and for Auburn to climb the ranks in the SEC, look, it's no secret. Those are, those are your best three players. All three have to play well. And um, it, it's going to be interesting tonight again with AC coming back. And with Romy getting her first action really truly back in an SEC schedule for the first time in two years, she's been great in the non-conference. But I want to see what this team can do in the SEC because we all know that, that, that that's where that's where battles are won, and, and that, that's kind of where you earn your stripes. And then when it comes to March, so um, this I tell you this this next two months is going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to learn a lot about this women's basketball team. And then, Britt, uh, a pretty special thing happened with this uh, women's basketball team earlier this week. I'm sure a lot of people saw the video on social media, but walk us through what uh, what, what transpired at practice one day this week. Yeah, Carson McFadden, a walk-on for the Tigers out of uh, Lucas, Texas, Lovejoy High School, uh, was awarded a scholarship. She was surprised. She had absolutely no idea. And Carson, um, it, it was emotional. You know, you're talking about a kid who comes to practice every single day with a smile on her face um she cares about her teammates she she cares about her coaches and she's she's a kid she just puts her nose her nose down and just works she she doesn't worry about um playing time she doesn't worry about egos any of that stuff the, the kid just plays for her team and and um i think she, she's the kid if, if you had um i think 14 Carson McFadden's on a team and just in terms of personality and how you treat people on and off the court Carson is that kind of kid and um, she's earned it and then you talk to Coach Jay it's, it's something that she was more than happy to do once she had the opportunity and um, it's really funny uh, Carson's dad actually gave me a call um, um, that night after she was awarded the scholarship they had no idea they, he, and, he and his wife Carson's mom saw it on social media before Carson ever had a chance to talk to him. And, wow. and they were just floored and uh, uh, it's such a great feeling. And, and again, well-deserved for Carson because, I mean, think about Carson this year. Yeah, as good as Auburn's been, Carson's still playing eight ballgames this year. And, again, um, you talk about the preparation and getting this team ready to play, Carson's a big part of that every day of practice. What time are we going on the air tonight, Britt? How can folks listen? 
You and I will be on the air, my friend, at 5.45 Central Time. Okay. We'll be on our sister station, 93.9 FM. And uh, you can also listen online at AuburnTigers.com, also for free as well on the Auburn Tigers app. Um, tune in. These Lady Tigers, they, they, they need your support tonight. Um, and, and this is, and I've been saying it all year, if you're not on board yet, get on board now because I'm telling you, this, this team is going to turn some heads. And, and I, I am certainly hopeful that, that it happens tonight here in Oxford. Brent, it's been so much fun having you on the uh, the show here. I know Ryan Brooks, Brant, the whole company is going to enjoy keeping you here, part of the Sports Call family in the uh, months and years to come. Well, and uh, I can't wait to be back inside a softball broadcast booth with you, my friend. Yeah, JJ, I'm I'm certainly um, excited for you. Congratulations! I, I'm Thank excited you. for the next steps to see you grow and. Excited to still be sharing the headsets with you uh, come softball season. That's, that's coming up, by the way, in like four or five I know. weeks. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, we're really, really close. But I, I will say in terms of returning to the show, I wasn't sure if Brooks Childress would allow me back on or not, you know, given he's a big Patriots fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. If he's calling the shots, I wasn't I wasn't too sure of my chances, especially with a big game coming up on Sunday. So um, if, if I have trouble, though, I will, um, I will talk to my – my good friend Ryan LaVoy, and hopefully I'll score some points with him. Oh, yeah. I mean, you – look, I, I know you got a big game this weekend. Uh, the health and safety of the Dolphins quarterback is first and foremost. <laughs> but uh, I still have faith that the Dolphins can, can get the ball at Tyreek Hill, get it to Jalen Waddle, score the points. And, uh, you know, Brooks will disagree with that. I'm right but, here, Ryan. But, uh, you know, I'm just playing up to the, to there the you desk go. right That's now. what you should do. Britt, thanks for the time, man. We'll talk again soon, okay? All right, guys. Have a great one. All right. That's uh, Britt Bowen, War Eagle indeed.